the Diamond Niner Fans Podcast for week seven of the 2019 season. As always, this is Nick, joined by Kevin. What's up, Niner Nation? Producer Brad. How's it going? Young Tommy even came out to hang out with us again this week. He was in here last week. He's actually a, a UNC Charlotte student um, hanging out with us. In fact, he um, he turned in like some homework while he was on the show last week. Um, did, how'd you do on the homework? 100. Okay, that's cool. So he's he's hanging out with us. He's just he's a glutton for punishment, hanging out with us old dudes, recording a baseball podcast. All right, we're honored to have you tuning in for another week of Charlotte 49ers baseball talk. Uh, we promise. We're going to make you a promise. Uh, we're going to reward you for your listenership today. We're going to make sure that this is a historic episode for the show, a historic episode. We promise we can deliver on that. Uh, we're going to at least attempt to do something that we've never done before, and we think – we think it's going to work, Producer Brad. It will work. Okay. Don't doubt Producer Brad. I have full faith in Producer Brad. Okay. Well, Producer Brad says that we're going to pull something off here later in the show. We'll see how it goes. All right. Let's get in here. Uh, folks, another tough week for the Niners. Um, Niners were 0-3-1. Yes, I said 1. 0-3-1, one tie. After dropping a weekday contest to Clemson, 8-5 to down at BB&T Ballpark. That's where everything started this week. Um I did not get – I had to watch that one online. Um, my daughter had her first uh, track meet, uh, middle school track meet, so uh, I was doing the dad thing, watching her do that. Um, but Kevin got down there, and so did uh, producer Brad. How how it go with you guys? I thought it was a pretty good, pretty good night. Um, lots of orange. That, that, that orange stands out. But uh, good atmosphere, as always, at, uh, at Uptown Ballpark. Beautiful facility and um, lots of folks out there that – don't usually get out to the haze, unfortunately, but lots of folks to see the Niners. How'd it go for you, producer Brad? Well, I think it's probably one of the uh, prettiest sight lines in the city. Uh, love the atmosphere. It was cool. I think it's just the only thing is it doesn't necessarily quite feel like a Niners game right there, but yeah. it's a beautiful place, and and it's a, and I like going down there. We we got to do more to get get more more folks out there, and and somehow you know, I mean. I don't blame Clemson folks for showing up. This is a good time to be a Clemson fan, right? I mean, across the board. Their, their baseball team is, is good. They've won, what, two out of the last three national championships in football? Is that right? Yeah. And, yeah, and their basketball, well, I think they had a winning season, but they don't care. Um, just not a basketball school. But um, it was a good night. Um, I, I was able to um, – I got home uh, about the time the game was starting and put it on on uh, Conference USA TV. And um, so three basic camera angles, right? Looking in over the pitcher's shoulder at home plate, and when I had that view, I could see you, Kevin, and your family. Um, when they showed a uh, when there was a left-handed batter at the plate, and they showed the lefty batter uh, over that the batter's shoulder, I could see producer Brad. He was sitting there. He started off the night in in short sleeves, and was bundled up in his hoodie by the time the night was over. Um, so two out of the three angles that they basically use, I could I could see you guys. I wonder what the ratings were on those games. Well, if people had known that they could see you guys, it would probably be probably through be, the roof. Especially like our fans in Korea and uh, in the UK, right? Oh, all over Europe, Korea. We've probably spread out all over Asia now. So they would, <laughs> I don't know if Conference USA TV tracks that kind of stuff, but I, I could I could watch the game and I could see you guys and see what you were doing. Treat for you. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. So uh, the Niners drop a drop a eight five decision there. Um, then we go uh, go on the road 
to Western Kentucky this weekend. Western Kentucky was was hot coming in, so we knew that was going to be a challenge. And then weather. Stop me if you've heard this before. Weather changed the schedule, uh, so they played a doubleheader on uh, on Friday and dropped the doubleheader eight four eight five. Um, no game on Saturday as they were dealing with some weather. And then Sunday, uh, that's where things got really weird. Uh, the game ends in a 13 to 13 tie. Uh, one, it was 13 to 13 in the ninth inning. So that's, that's interesting on its own. Um, really what it comes down to is, is conference USA rules and just, just logistics. Um, these Sunday games have a, uh, a drop dead time. And our guys, uh, our guys had to leave the stadium without changing and showering and, and go straight to the airport. So, um, they were flying out of Nashville, which I think is what, about a hundred miles from, from WKU? I, I, it's about a hundred miles or so. So they had to, <laughs> the game ends, the ninth ends, it's 13 to 13. Um, and, and they have to pack up their stuff and, and, and get out of there and get back to the, Back to the airport in Nashville. Yeah, we talked about this, this scenario last year a little bit when uh, FAU was was stalling at at Rice. Yes, FAU and, uh, used that to their advantage last year. Yeah, they had already won the series two zero, and uh, they were getting into some trouble with Rice, and they just kind of stalled it out. And inning ended, packed up the stuff, and got to the handshake line, and headed out of town. I, I think that today's tie that both coaches probably wanted to keep that going. Because uh, I, I don't think I I know FAU last year in that scenario with Rice they were they were gaining an advantage on that right. tie. Yeah. Um, neither one of these coaches today won no, that tie. Yeah, I don't think so at all. No, no. So uh, it is what it is. That, that's college baseball, and and those those guys have got to get back, got to get back uh, back to campus. Uh, had a flight to catch and got to get back uh, and be back in class tomorrow. So yeah, well, that's I mean, what it is. Did you? Um... Sean on on a Friday broadcast was saying something about Dom had a an yeah. exam to take on Friday had to travel separate from the team. Um, yeah, Dom stayed back to take an exam, which meant he missed his flight, and so he and his dad drove to Bowling Green, and then they they are I assume are driving back right now. They probably haven't made it back yet. Yeah, that's a that's a student athlete right there for you. Well, you know this this is that's not important at all universities, especially here in the state of North Carolina. Um, but here at UNC Charlotte, these are these are student athletes, and they have the they have, they're getting their education too. So, um, kudos to Dom for making that making that work, right? Doing what he's got to do. So, uh, tough week. Uh, oh, oh, three and one on the week. Um, that leaves us at eleven fifteen and one overall three one and or three five and one in conference USA play. Um, this is this is not exactly where any of us uh, saw saw it going, uh, Kevin. Right, um, and uh, it's definitely frustrating. But uh, you see some glimpses of of, of really good things, and uh, then it just just you don't see it consistently. Uh, you see, you have one beginning, and then and then several. Several uh, one two three innings and it's just uh, a lot of inconsistency and yeah. Um, I I think I think that that you you and I have watched a lot of Niner baseball over the years, okay? And and there have we we've seen we we've seen good baseball, we've seen maybe not as good baseball. It's it's been been all over the place, right? At times and uh, there have been definite times where we were not playing well, but you almost couldn't be. 
you, you really you were frustrated by it because everybody wants to do well, but there were times where you just look at the competition we were playing on the field and go, "That's not where we're at right now." You know, I mean, what comes to mind is like like uh, uh, NCAA tournament uh, was that. Uh, I'm gonna get the year wrong. Was that a 2011 where yeah. we, we we beat Arkansas two one, and then we're at Arizona State as a three seed, and we play Arizona State, and they just absolutely destroyed us. I don't remember what the score that was. It was something crazy, yeah. but they they had draft picks that didn't even start for them, <laughs> right? That that's one of those deals. It's like yeah, we're disappointed, but how can you get? We we were a little out of our league right there, you know. Honestly, lately, what the with with this team, it, it's. We absolutely know they can do it, and we know that they have what they need to get it done because we've seen them do it, right? But it's that inconsistency that you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Once again, we had a um, a different pitching rotation. We had uh, big news from the week was uh, Matt Brooks, our, our Friday starter. Yeah, uh, came back for his joined the rotation for his Friday start. We were uh, very excited to see Matt back on you know on the bump for friday so you know which, which is a positive anyway you anyway you should right, anyway right. slice it yeah uh unfortunately he pitched an inning um <clears throat> and then came back out for the second inning to warm up and and i think he made it may have tweaked something did had felt some discomfort uh trainer was out there the coaching staff was out there and he um had to had to leave the game and we had a similar scenario we had last week where a pitcher got to warm up on the mound for yeah. for an injury and you know, I was it, the way the way that went is is Brooks comes out and you figure he's going to be rusty, and and he gives up and he gives up four. Well, the offense comes to comes to the plate and gets those four right back. So you're thinking, all right, this is good, this is good. Brooks got to get back in the game. Hope we knock some rust off. Yeah, had a very um, atypical uh, inning for him. But now he's got a chance to let, let's get him back out there and and let's see if he can settle in and work his way back back into form. But then during warm up pitches, what whatever whatever went down went down and yeah, hopefully hopefully it's nothing serious. It's just a precautionary. But uh, uh, it's been it's been he's been uh, he's missed three weeks so far. I, it almost feels like Kevin and, and we, I don't know anything. I'm not I, I don't even play a doctor on TV or on a podcast, but it almost seems like maybe we should start kind of preparing ourselves. And I don't mean the staff. I mean, you and I mentally <laughs> start preparing ourselves that, that maybe this is just going to take a little longer. Maybe so. Yeah. It, I'm not sure the details, like you said, but, um, nevertheless, uh, it kind of set us back the weekend. Well, <laughs> and we've been talking about this last several weeks when, when he, when, when, when we don't have, this would be any baseball team. Everybody's got a Friday guy, right? And, and if you don't have your Friday guy, that, that 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 sets off a chain reaction, and and you know we, we're that's where we're still at. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think it's we've we've had uh, we've played seven weeks and we've had seven different weekend rotations. So, um, is that and, and I I don't know how many how many if you know this off the top of your head, I love asking you things you haven't prepared for. Um, do you remember what week it was that that McGowan rotated in? It started off Palinkas on Saturday that rotated McGowan. I don't remember what week that was. I can't remember. It was yeah. either Canisius or Kent State. I yeah. Um, but but since then, McGowan has been – on Saturday, that has pretty much been the only consistent part of, of that weekend rotation. Yeah, it's, <clears throat> it's kind of settled in that way. Um, but, yet yeah, it was uh, an overall theme this year, overall theme. We were halfway through the season. Yeah. Um, 
we've seen, like I said, we've seen glimpses of greatness and we've seen, uh, it's just inconsistent. We see, uh, um, three innings here, no hit ball and a blow up performance. Uh, it's just, it's just back and forth, uh, inconsistency. But, uh, like you said, we, we've seen, we've seen what it can be. And, um, well, I mean, it's when we, if this would be interesting to go back and look at what we said in the, you know, in, in the, the season uh, preview, we knew what we had coming in. We were pretty sure about Matt Brooks at the top. Right. And then we were talking about what's in behind it, what's in behind it. Well, here we are. We, we, we've kind of found out a little more about what's in behind it. Uh, and like you say, I mean, you make a great point. We have quite a number of guys that we know can get the job done. And we know that because we've seen it, but the same guys are, are struggling to kind of find, find it, it, it again. The, the word just, I'm, I feel like I'm just repeating after you, but that's not a bad idea. I suppose just consistency. It's, it's just about finding that consistency one guy doing it on a consistent basis and doing it time after time. Um, and we haven't, we haven't found that yet. And the good news uh, is that, you know, with whether it's, it's coach Hibbs or it's, uh, it's Doty that, these guys have have experience, um, and and they're going to find the right combination. They're going to find the right message. They're going to find the right technique, and they're going to, you know. I I still, at least, I don't know how everybody else is feeling out there. I, I'm I'm still on board with these these guys. We'll definitely figure this out. I'm right there with you. I think so as well. And uh, it's not figured out yet, <laughs> right? I mean, we're just being honest. It's not figured out yet. That's part of being a fan is, is being a part of the process and and seeing that. The team develop as the season goes along, um, and I know everybody's frustrated. I mean, good, good lord, it's, it's don't watch the game with me. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's incredibly frustrating. Yeah. Um, and, and then, I mean, kind of our next key to the week is the the, the pitching. Uh, but on the other side, the the runners left on base. We talked about this last week. Leaving runners on base was another another big issue this week. Yeah, especially in game two. Um, I think we had bases loaded at least twice, and and um, left left them uh, left them loaded a couple times. So yeah, um, yeah, it's just uh, once again getting that we've we've seen different guys step up all year. I mean, all up and down the lineup, uh, guys have stepped up, and we got some guys that are swinging a hot bat right now. Yeah, I mean, we got several guys that that are are, are getting it done, but but it's it's the combination of things. I mean, it's the it's, timing and the timing yeah, as well. I mean. It, it, if we sound like we're reaching, we're like we're grabbing for straws here. We are. Well, it's come, it comes down to it comes down to making making the pitches when you need to make pitches, and getting the, the key hits when you want when you need those key hits, and and they're just not falling right now for us. They're not falling the right direction. I know? think that's, that's a generic statement, but it, it is. But uh, we we are we're fans of this team. We watch this team, but even more than that. What we are is we we follow this program, and program is a bigger thing, right? We've we've seen this before. We've we've seen it come and go, um, and and it's this is not you know it's not a good spot right now. But I think I think this is going to get worked out. Um, we've got a number of pieces. We got some. We got a bunch of guys that we know can do it, and it's just got to. Some guys have got to reach down and and figure out some things and and decide decide that we're going to turn this around and and I think they will. Yeah, and we've got a lot of seniors in that on that team and uh, yeah. uh looking forward to seeing uh 
and the guys step up and and and, and in all fairness, it. I mean, you, you have not heard you have not heard me, and I know you have not heard Kevin. These guys have not quit. Clearly, right? Yeah, definitely, you, definitely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, these guys are playing I mean, playing hard. It's just they, not it's just not coming coming together right now. They came back what three times a day to tie the game. Yeah. Well, I mean, you don't you yeah. don't get to a thirteen to thirteen game by by accident. I mean. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, these guys were – I mean, we were, we were texting back and forth. You know, Both these teams played like they were fighting for their lives. Yeah. You know, I mean, so there, there's plenty of fight there. Um, and I, I tend to think that this is going to – this this is going to work itself out. Can uh, – you know, I I guess somebody, if they want to later, control me if it, if it doesn't and say that yeah, – I didn't know what I was talking about, but. Whatever. It wouldn't be the first time. No, it wouldn't be the first time. Whatever. So, um, you know, I, I, ideas uh, as far as as what the team or what the coaching staff is going to do. I, I think they're getting to a point where we're going to start to see potentially maybe some out of the box solutions. I mean, heck, I mean, I know that the situation dictated it, uh, so it wasn't like they set out to do this. This was not like a creative idea. But I mean, Harris yet ended up at third base today. <laughs> By the end of the game, he did. He, he had to come out. He, our third baseman for the ninth inning was Harris yet. Uh, that has got to be the only time he's ever played third base. Oh, well, I'm sure. He's maybe, maybe he did like he's in middle school athlete. or something. He's an athlete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, I, you know, these guys, whether it's the pitching rotation, what we're doing out of the bullpen, I, I think these guys are about to I, – I can see the coaching staff, they're, they're maybe going to – at the point where they're going to just try some different things just to try, to try to get something going. And they've been – I mean – We've seen them try several different um, different things. We, like I said, we mentioned at the beginning of the year our, the depth that we've had on this in this on this roster. That uh, we've definitely seen a lot of it. Um, lots of different pieces uh, plugged in here and there. Um, we're starting to see some good, some, and uh, some guys are, are are coming up clutch. And it's um, can can I throw an idea out? It's just, it's it's your show, man. Go ahead. This is not my show. Well, this is producer Brad's show. Okay. <laughs> it's our show. Oh, okay. Here, here's one thing I want to say. Brad doesn't object, so go ahead. Okay. Here's one thing I want to say, and this is not like a, a big idea. This is just something that's been on my mind, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna roll it out there. Okay. One thing, the the bane of college baseball fans' existence is what weekday games. What staff day, right? And, and we know why they exist. I mean, and they exist for the right reasons where you roll a bunch of guys out and you're trying to save arms for the weekend and you pitch a bunch of different guys. Now, fans don't like pitching changes because it takes time, right? Right. So, and we saw that, but we've seen this before, you know, and, and, and when you're in a situation where you're in a hostile environment and, and I'm not, well, I mean, in this respect, BB&T was hostile on Tuesday because Sean Doty was coming out and changing pictures and changing pictures. And all those people wearing orange were like, you know, wanting to go home or whatever, right? Um, all I'm going to say, I'm going to throw this out there, Kevin, all right? Okay. And I'm going to let you shoot me down. But all I'm going to say is I'm going to put in a plug that when we do the staff days, all I want to see is like an inning from Eli Ellington. Can I get an can I get an inning for Eli Ellington? We call him we call him Big Rascal. <laughs> you remember why we call him Big Rascal, Kevin? Well, yeah, he's a pretty big guy. He is big, but we saw him. He's redshirt freshman. We saw him before we even knew who he was. It was fall practice his freshman year. 
And we couldn't figure out who he was. So we didn't know who his name was. All we called him was Big Rascal. And then even after we found out his name was Eli Ellington, we still just call him Big Rascal. Okay? So now he's a redshirt freshman. Big heart-throwing lefty. Eli, if you don't like that, I'll pull, I'll pull I, I, I'm sorry if you don't like it, but it's just kind of what you got, Eli. Um, so we've been talking about, you know, hey, we're going to get Big Rascal in. But then, see, here's the thing. Here's Eli. This is, I'm, I'm talking to you right now, Eli. This is why you became, this is why you became my cause. In the Grand Slam Club gear this year, I got a number 42 jersey. I have an Eli Ellington jersey now. So he's like my cause. If we're going to have staff day, we need an inning for Big Rascal. That, that's all I'm saying. Oh. Is that the worst thing in the world, no, Kevin? No, it's out there now. It's out. It's there. out there in the, in the in it's on the internet. I'm glad you got it off your chest, man. And that, that Nick's asking for an Eli Ellington spotting. That's I'll, all. I'll second that. I mean, why not? I mean, I'm, I don't know. I'm just saying. Maybe I'm the only one here. I don't know. And and, and in all fairness, I don't know. He, he could be. He could be dealing with some injuries or something like that. I don't know, but. I'm just throwing that out there. Man, well, he, I think he's the only one on the roster we hadn't seen this year. So that that's what I'm saying is it's time to time to let Big Rascal throw an inning or something and see what will happen. <laughs> All right, that's fine. Okay. All right. You gonna do our players of the week? Yeah, let's do. Yeah, let's do. Let's Sorry, I sidetracked the show no, for my own personal calls here. Hey, but we're, what's the name of the podcast? Diamond Niner fans. Well, we're fans. That's right. And I got a 42 jersey. And I'm all on board with Big Rascal, and I'm ready to see him pitching in. There so, you go. All right. There you go. I feel better now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, gentlemen, for allowing me that. All let's right. Do, let's do our hitter of the Diamond week. Diamond Niner fans, players of the week. The hitter of the week, um, let's see. We had quite a few candidates. We scored a lot of runs this week. Tommy, uh, 5 for 15 this weekend, had a homer. Uh, Dom had a homer this weekend as well. Uh, Rafi had a big one today. Uh, Lynch was 6 for 13 on the week. Um, and. Carson Johnson, six for fifteen, batted four hundred, three runs scored. Carson's really been doing it all. Yeah, he's all been season. really consistent. Um, but uh, Carson's going to be running up this week to Todd Elwood. Todd Elwood had uh, a big week, nine for seventeen, five twenty nine on the week. Uh, scored five times, two ribbies, uh, batting three eighty eight on the season, leading the team, um, and four fifty three OBP on the season. So. I feel like Carson Carson has finished second like two weeks in a row. He's finished second several times. several times, yes. yeah, because he he he's so consistent. He keeps yeah. having good weeks, but somebody you know, I mean, the week Harris had last week, you know, he yeah. just he just went off. So how do you not give it to Harris? And then this week, you know, Todd's nine for seventeen. So a couple comments. Should um, we give him a co-player of the week? I mean, can we print two certificates? Do we have the budget to to print a second non-existent certificate? Yes, All we right. do. Well, you, would would that make you feel better? Would you sleep better tonight if we did co? Yeah, man, I th- yeah. Co hitters. Why not? Carson's been so close. Yeah, and he's so consistent. Okay, Re- we should reward that rat that uh, that play. That's okay. I'm this good is, with that. This is the first time ever, though. Well, we're setting a precedent. Todd Edwards won it also already this year. Yeah. Right. So, okay. All right. Congratulations, guys. Co or maybe no. What we'll do is we'll 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 get one. We'll print one certificate and cut it in half and let them each have a half. Okay, Does that work. A couple points here. One, Tommy's starting to get his back going. Uh, the average is starting to creep up on Tommy. He struggled a little bit out of the gate going. Uh, he's he's done a phenomenal job playing short for us. Um, but but the bat's been a little lacking in Tommy, and he's starting to he's starting to to get it rolling. So that's good. That's a very welcome addition. Um. How about Austin Lynch? 
Um, he's been forced into the lineup with with the uh, the Wheeler injury, and I mean, one, he's playing good defense out there in right field, but he's swinging the bat too. Yeah, you mentioned Wheeler. It's good to see him get some uh, get in the game on Tuesday. Yeah, and it sounds like he's he's full go now. From what we from what it sounds like that he he we saw him get an at bat or two, um, but it it sounds like he's cleared to get back in the field. And he was doing such a phenomenal job uh, in center field. Todd's doing a great job in center field, but now Austin Lynch is is doing a good job in right field, and, and he's hitting. Um, so it, we've got the good problem in the outfield as as far as we've kind of got a log jam out there. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah, it's good to see him back out there. Yeah, we got, we got lots of guys that. Uh, That's good. I mean, it's a good problem to have. Yeah, runs at times. Some clutch hitting has been lacking, but for the most part, you know. Runs have not been a huge problem, and, and they certainly weren't a problem today when you had 13 of them. Yeah. Um, so let's let's go with Pitcher of the Week. All right. Uh, Diamond Honor fans, Pitcher of the Week. Um, we'll go with Colby Bruce this week. He had uh, two big relief appearances, uh, total three innings pitched and two appearances. Uh, allowed one earned run, um, I think, he, against Clemson, and um, yeah. pitched two hitless innings uh, today in the, the tie. Um, two hitless. Unfortunately, Ty is not a – that's not a thing. It's only in hockey and soccer, I guess. Yeah, so so Colby doesn't get like half a win for that. <laughs> yeah, neither do we. Neither but, – but, well, but you know, we've seen this We've seen this in conference standings come up all the time when uh, – as far as seating. Mm-hmm. When there's a tie thrown in, it, all, it screws all kinds of stuff up. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, there's there's one almost every year, it seems yeah. like. Yeah. It, was, it worked in our benefit one year. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you know, nice job for Colby. Two two hitless innings today got us, kept us in it right there, and and we ended up with the tie. So uh, hey, we couldn't get to win, but hey, I'll take that tie over a loss. So definitely that Colby Colby gets he gets a uh, pitcher of the week non-existent certificate, and he, we're not even going to make him cut it in half and share it with anybody. Yeah, keep it all himself. <laughs> the whole thing. All right, Kevin. Let's let's switch over. We're going to switch up the order a little bit this week and talk about our pro niners because this is getting ready to kick into high gear going forward with our shows. We're going to have a lot more pro niner stuff to to bring you up to speed on. Uh, assignments have started to trickle out, um, and coming up this Thursday, I guess that's April fourth, is opening day. We've already had major league opening day and minor league opening day uh, kicks into high gear this coming Thursday. So, what have we got so far? on minor league assignments um so far officially uh the assignments are trickling out we had um reese hampton he's gonna be back up in western michigan with the white caps he uh ended the season last year i think he played a handful of games uh last year um up there so he's gonna be in in uh single a for the detroit tigers organization uh we saw that tj uh is going to be in uh Bowie, double a for the bay Sox in the orioles organization and uh uh, Zach Jarrett, he is going to be in Frederick, uh, their high A uh, Carolina League affiliate for the Orioles. Um, we expected, uh, we're expecting uh, Brett Netzer to be named to the uh, Portland Sea Dogs, the double mm-hmm. A affiliate of the Red Sox. Um, we saw some Yankees uh, rosters released. Didn't see Josh on them, so we're still waiting on official word from him. Uh, but um, I hadn't seen anything official yet. Uh, Colton Laws, uh, I think he's still battling an injury. He's working back, uh, so pro- not expecting an assignment from him right away. 
Uh, we'll keep an eye on that for you. And I'm not sure that the Blue Jays have put their assignments out and have yeah. they or He's probably going to stay down in uh, what, Dunedin. Yeah. All right. All right, folks. Well, we said we make Diamond Niner fans history tonight. So with any luck, we're about to have our first call-in guest here. TJ Nickting, are you with us? I'm here. All right. What's up, man? Oh, that's all good, man. We appreciate you making some time for us here. Uh, I've got uh, got Kevin with me, and uh, our producer Brad is on the scene, met, try, hopefully making all this sound good for us. <laughs> yeah, man, it's a big job. It's a big important job. So, so you say you're uh, you're you just got to Annapolis today. All right, cool. Well, uh, we're just uh, we just want to spend a little time here and let you talk about uh, your experience at spring training and maybe give us a little uh, little insight into what's coming up for you for uh, for the season ahead. Yeah, sounds good. All right, so uh, so how uh, tell tell us how spring training went for you, man? Yeah, TJ, we um we saw you got into six big league games down there. Um, I think that's right. Uh, good to see you on TV a little bit. Um, I, you got to play against Nets, you said. And uh, uh, can you talk a little bit about uh, the Orioles went through a big transition in the offseason and got a new uh, GM, new manager. So there was there a different feel this spring than uh, last spring out there? Sweet. So we see that you've been assigned to um, to Double A uh, there in Bowie, right outside of DC. Um, this big. This is a big year, right? I mean, you tend to talk to minor league guys, and they say that that Double A is really the year where where it kind of. Um, if you can do it in Double A, you can do it anywhere, right? Yeah, so it's, it's, it's funny, you know, talking to his family or whoever about everything. It seems like every year I find myself saying it's a, it's a big year. But, uh, you know, I've heard a lot about Double A, and 
obviously, you know, I'm about to experience it, hopefully, but I know that, you know, every year is kind of a big year, you know, especially senior year of college, you know, you got to have a big year to get drafted. The first year, you got, you know, you can't make it the low A, you can't do well in school season, you can't make it the high A, you can't do well in low A, and, and so on and so forth. So that's where double A is kind of the, the jump uh, in that, you know, this is where you kind of figure out what you got. I'm pretty excited to see what, see what I got. Yeah, you're pretty much a veteran now, TJ. Uh, can you talk a little bit about your transition? What's the biggest difference from uh, playing collegiate baseball to being a professional baseball player in your first two years? Uh, you know, it's just, it's just baseball every day. You don't have a second to, you know, recollect. You know, like Charlotte, you know, you've got three games on a weekend and, and most likely a weekend, a mid-weekend, and uh, it, it's it's four games and seven days. You know, you might have a bad midweek or a bad, bad three-game series. You kind of can flush it on a Monday or Tuesday, maybe, or even on the, the day after a midweek game and, and minor league ball. And then you don't have that same. Um, it's it's a it's a mental grind uh, more so than anything. And because you just got to be able to push through, you know, those tough times, and it's that mental fortitude to be able to you know pick it up the next day and get it going because if not then you're in a slump in a hurry and um, you know obviously the, the freedom that you have as a pro as a you know it's kind of your career and it's up to you what you want to do with it you know it's not any uh, heat on anyone else if you don't do well there's just another guy right behind you ready to kind of move in and take your spot if uh, you don't take advantage of your opportunity so so Sorry about that. Um, what I was going to ask is, is we, we saw that um, we, we started seeing the assignments start coming out from the Orioles, uh, I guess, the end of last week, uh, over the weekend anyway. Um, how, how does that work on your end? Uh, we, we just read a press release that has your name in it and get and start making plans. How, how, do you, how do you find out where you're heading and how does that, that process work? How's the housing situation looking for you right now? Have you got you got that sorted yet?
that's kind of for the next week. So we got five days in the hotel and close to about noon, and then uh, we have a seven, I think it's seven day road trip. And uh, so it gives me like a week, week and a half to figure out what what my situation, the living situation is here in Vegas. So we got a little bit of time. Yeah, uh, TJ, you know, I think last time we talked with you, uh, you and uh, Reese had just jumped out of the uh, new indoor hitting facility on campus. Uh, talk a little bit about that and uh, what, what are your thoughts? The hitting facility is awesome, man. I always tell people I wish I had it when I was a freshman. <laughs> you know, whatever. But it's, uh, you know, I'm one of the lucky guys that still gets to use it in a building. That's a big reason why I do stay in Charlotte from all seasons. Because, uh, you know, obviously our staff is awesome. They, they are more than happy to have us there and to be able to do whatever they can for us. And the facility is, 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 is a huge step forward for that program, I think. And, you know, from what it sounds like, it's definitely been something that's helped get some recruits in there to, you know, say yes right away and start kind of maybe thinking about my team and maybe thinking about a school that might have a better uh, facility and or facilities. So I, it's, it's awesome for me because I get to use it, but I know that for the program itself, it is absolutely amazing. And uh, I'm just glad that you know, they're, they're, they're moving forward with facilities there and hopefully just continue to get better. Yeah, definitely. Um, we've seen you tweeting about the um, about some of the Niner games that you're watching down there at spring training a little bit in your in your downtime. Uh, got any thoughts about the team this year? You know, she's looking in a little bit of a rut right now. Uh, you know, I love those guys. I didn't play with a lot of them this year. You know, I'll you know put out some uh, some love for Harris yet. You know, my name's tearing it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for the most part, we've been doing. We've only you know there's a few guys I played with, but. You know, it just seemed like they're struggling, right? It's a, it's a different aspect. And if I was around the team, I could probably, you know, give more of a hint about it. So, but, you know, I, I kind of, you know, see the results. And, you know, I think I always tell everybody, I don't think anybody wants to. You know, when it, no one goes out there and wants to lose, but right. sometimes it's more about the, the desire to maybe want to win. So, you know, it's a tough conference. And, you know, they lost a couple of those close games to Clemson and, and NC State. And those are, you know, your, your quote-unquote big games. And, you know, you want to win those, and they look cool. And they really do do good things for the RPI and stuff. But, you know, I think maybe losing those games sometimes kind of hurts the, the morale a little bit. And you got to kind of move past that, especially with conference play starts because it's a whole new season. Now, Preston's not giving you a hard time, is he, about that game this week? I said Preston's not giving you a hard time about that game this year, is he? Yeah. Well, here's the deal, TJ, man. You've been you've been uh, great with us. Give us some time here tonight. Um, one, we're excited about having you in the in the Eastern League, uh, for one thing, because all of their affiliates are on MILB TV. So we'll be able we we'll be able to check you out uh, online. Yeah, you and and hopefully we don't have this official yet, but you and hopefully Brett are both uh, in the Eastern League, uh, and we'll be able to see you guys play night in and night out uh, on uh, online. So that'll be cool. Um, and then I, I had this looked up. I, I know you you guys are hosting. You're hosting Portland like the first week in August. Um, I think I think we're gonna come see you. Yeah, that that's kind of we, we we're just waiting on the those assignments to come out, but that's what it looks like. But uh, and I think you guys go up there. What, what did you say, Kevin? Um, like in June. June. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, 
I, I'll tell you the truth, TJ. I, I wanted to go up there and see you guys play each other in Maine. I've kind of always wanted to go to Maine. And so I, until I started looking up like how long it was going to take to get there. And then we decided to come see you in Bowie. Yeah, so All right, man. Well, we're going to let you go, TJ. We just, uh, we're proud of you and we can't wait to watch you play, buddy. Okay, buddy. Thank you so much. Thanks, TJ. All right. That was TJ Nickting joining us here. Our first ever call-in guest on the Diamond Niner Fans podcast. And the technology even worked and and everything. How about that, Producer Brad? You doubted me? No, never. Oh, okay. I, I doubted I doubted technology. <laughs> I still doubt technology. We are, we are using Nick's phone on that one. So, yeah. yeah, with a busted screen and everything. So it did work out. So that was awesome. Uh, thank you to TJ. Big thank you to TJ for, for giving us some time here on a Sunday night. Uh, we hope you enjoyed that. Uh, nothing's too good for our audience, right, Kevin? Yeah, that was great. Speaking of nothing's too good for our audience, nothing's too good for our sponsors, of which we have still one. Well... Well, they haven't told us to stop yet. Well, uh, I still haven't seen a check, though. Well, Oh, well, that's not going to happen. <laughs> no. I don't think it works that way. Either. These are the people we give checks to. <laughs> and they're not a sponsor. There's two things. that Either they're not listening or they're okay with it. I'm going with they're okay with it. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Yeah, yeah. So what we're going to do here is the Charlotte 49ers Grand Slam Club. Look at the week ahead. Charlotte 49ers baseball team is proud to offer you it's fans a means of supporting the program directly through the Grand Slam Club. All contributions to the Grand Slam Club go directly back into the program as they continue their push towards the Conference USA Championship, the College World Series. Members receive exclusive gear like Eli Ellington jerseys and access to special events. For more information, visit Charlotte49ers.com or call 704-687-4950. See, I did it again. You're doing good, man. I love it. You it's might fun. make some money in this industry. <laughs> yeah. All right. So here's what we got coming up this week. Uh, we start off on Tuesday. We're back home, which has got to be good for everybody involved just to get get back home and 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 look to uh, look to sleep in your own bed, start working on some things practice wise, get in that practice facility, get back out there on the field, and try to get some stuff right. Uh, we've got UNC Asheville coming in here uh, on Tuesday at 6 p.m. Uh, to the Hayes. Asheville is uh, 11 and 15 overall, but they are six and three in the Big South. After sweeping Longwood at home this weekend, yeah, then uh, continued the home streak with uh, FAU uh, coming in in conference to the Hayes. Uh, another big weekend at the Hayes. Good to hope we can see big crowds like we did last home series when, with Marshall. Um, uh, FAU is currently um, leading the league at eight and one. Uh, West Kentucky's right behind them at seven one and one. Uh, they're nineteen and nine overall. They um, swept FIU this past weekend. Um, I think they were picked to finish what third. Yeah, they they were they were picked. Uh, I think they were picked. Is that right? Third, third fourth. They were picked ahead of us. I know that. Yeah. Um. Yeah they they've got a the weekend rotation they uh, they went with this weekend. Uh, Friday night was a senior righty Blake Anderson. He's six and zero with a two nine three ERA. Uh, their Saturday guy junior righty Mike Ruff. He's four and zero with four eighty five ERA. Um, and on Sunday they went with Nick Swan this weekend. This is only, a, was only his third start. He's one and one with a seven ERA. Um, so that's what, uh, they're bringing to the Hayes this weekend as far as weekend starters. Um, 
Jim, yeah. it's going to be a it's going to be a challenging series, and, and uh, like like they all are. But what part of nineteen and nine, eight and one did you not understand? <laughs> yeah, they're a good team. They're a good team, and uh, they're picked they're picked to finish ahead of us this 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 year, and um, they've they've off to a hot start, obviously. Yeah, they and they're always tough. FAU and FIU. They they lost a game uh, to Miami this week before winning the series this weekend, and they're going to play Miami again on uh, on I think it's Wednesday this time. So we have to keep tabs on that game. Um, it might be on the, the ACC network. Maybe I'll get a little preview. That's a you know that's a good idea. I hadn't checked the schedule on that, but it might be. Um, so they're going to play Miami uh, and then make the trip up here. Um, f- to spend the weekend in Charlotte, and um, man, I I, I don't want to. I I don't think you can understate how big this weekend is. As far as we we, we need, we got to come up with something this weekend. Yeah, we've got. Uh, look at ahead, we've got uh, really big series is in April. We've got uh, a- April schedule. Yeah. It's just brutal. We've got well, we got two back-to-back conference uh, series at home with uh, Florida Atlantic and Rice coming to the Hayes, and then uh, we go to Southern Miss and, and uh, FIU to finish out the month. So um, <laughs> this is this is a make-or-break time for for the Niners. This, this month of April, we we talked about it at the beginning of the year, um, looking at when we first looked at the schedule. But uh, starts this weekend. We got um, hopefully get a home field crowd and a home field advantage yeah. and um, get the bats rolling. Um, Plenty of questions, and we're going to need some answers yeah. pretty soon. Pretty soon. Um, other cool stuff going on this weekend, though, um, which which hopefully will will drive some uh, have some extra uh, folks in the crowd. Um, the baseball program is hosting a reunion um, this weekend of the first baseball team from 1979. Yeah, uh, I think a lot of the folks from that first team are going to be at the Hayes, and the coach coach will be there as well. So. Um... Look, yeah, look. and we're we've got we got something put together for you folks that's going to be a little different that we're we're working on for this weekend that uh, we're really excited about. Um, we're not gonna we're not gonna say too much about it yet, but um, if everything comes off the way we believe it will, uh, we'll, we'll have some have some pretty cool content to bring you uh, coming up next week. Yeah, looking forward to that for sure. All right, so. Let's see what we let's take a look around the league here. Um, big task uh, for the Niners coming up this week. Uh, the league itself continues to just kind of uh, <laughs> go along here as far as the out of conference stuff. We're five and eight uh, again. Five and eight midweek this week. We we're also five and eight last week. League's one fifteen one hundred six overall out of conference record. Um, that's still that's thirteenth in RPI uh, according to Warren Nolan. So that still doesn't look all that great, but really the the league is just not um, we're we're not really accumulating as a group any marquee wins. It's sort of like um, our you know like our game against Clemson is that good for strength of schedule? Yes. Uh, what do we need to do to, with that game in order to really help the league? Well, you gotta win it, right? Yeah. So five and eight uh, overall in the league. FAU is going to come in here having swept FIU. Um, Louisiana Tech swept UAB. Uh, Marshall got two of three from Middle Tennessee. Uh, Rice sweeps ODU. ODU. That was a that was a huge matchup for this weekend um, because both those programs were were 
kind of on similar trajectories as far as not doing very well. And one of them was going to get, you know, a, a get better weekend. It ended up being rice, uh, getting all three wins. And then the one, the, the only explanation I can offer you for this is that it happened that the series was played at San Antonio, but San Antonio took two or three from Southern Miss. Yeah. I, did, did you have that one? Did, uh, did, did, did you know? I didn't see that coming, but yeah. Um, but this is this is the this is conference baseball though. Right. You you don't ever see it coming. Yeah. Well, we saw last year UTSA had a good ball club last year, and uh, yeah, they stepped up, took two out of three from Southern Miss. Uh, we we talked about they've had some problems in the in the, the I guess the pre conference um, schedule. Um, I don't know if some of that stuff still lingering, but um, nonetheless, uh, big big series for UTSA. Yeah. So it's gonna it's it's gonna be. Um, a big week for for a number of clubs, including the Niners. Um, just take a quick look here, uh, looking at the league league standings. Uh, FAU sitting on top at eight and one. Western Kentucky seven one and one. I, I just that's going to come back to haunt them. That that <laughs> seven one and one. Uh, Southern Miss sitting there at seven two. Marshall at six and three. Uh, Louisiana Tech, UTSA are five and four. Rice is four and five. As is Middle Tennessee. You got the Niners sitting in ninth at three five and one, and behind us at two and seven is FIU, Old Dominion, and UAB are both one and eight. So that's the way it stacks up as we continue on. Um, we're, we've got seven more weeks of conference baseball, Kevin. That's right. We're halfway, pretty much halfway through our regular season, and uh, um, this is where we stand. Yeah. So. Uh, all right. Well, that, I think it's going to do it for us this week. This is where we will uh, close this up. Um, we appreciate every single one of you that uh, that tunes in every week. Um, as we are all in this together, I know things are rough right now, but uh, we're all in it together, and we're supporting the Niners and uh, looking for brighter days ahead. Love hearing from you guys. Feel free to reach out to us. Uh, you can always hit us up on Twitter, Diamond Niner Fans, uh, or at Facebook, Diamond Niner Fans Facebook page. Send us an email if you feel like that, uh, Diamond9ERFans at gmail.com. Or, as we always say, if you're old school like us, just say hello at the ballpark. Uh, look for this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, etc. Make sure to click subscribe in order to be notified of new content. Kevin, another one in the books. Another one in the books, that's right. A historic episode historic. in the books. Yeah, once again, thanks to TJ for taking some time for us. Yeah, thank you, buddy. Looking forward to seeing you and all the other Pro Niners playing. All right, folks, we're out of time. Until next time, we will see you at the Hague.